Hello. Welcome <laughs> to episode 1.2. 1.2. Yes. <laughs> I'm annoyed and caffeinated. We started recording yesterday in our car ride to Pittsburgh, and it was the most perfect episode. Perfect. It was amazing. And then, of course, the sound didn't work, and the static was, like, crazy because it was in a vibrating car. Yeah. So, here we are. Take two. Hopefully this one will be just as good. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> so, by popular demand, we named our podcast Annoyed and Caffeinated, guys. Yes, we did. Yeah. We were we were very, very iffy about that, but I'm glad that we chose Annoyed yeah. and Caffeinated. It's a non-ranting podcast. Yes, it's a non-ranting podcast, despite it saying annoyed. That's just... It's just a catchy name. It's a catchy name. It's a characteristic that we don't always have. But, you know, things are annoying, but this is not a ranting podcast. Yes. But we are caffeinated, usually. Yes, we typically are. And to bring that into play with the podcast, what we're going to do is each episode, we're going to try a different drink, whether it be a seasonal favorite of people or a new drink at a local coffee shop. We're going to try and incorporate that into each episode so you guys get our full, honest opinions. Yep. And then, so for this episode, we're trying a drink, but I guess we technically tried it yesterday, but we'll just talk about it again, because we didn't want to go pay for it again. <laughs> so we tried the cold, iced cappuccino with cold foam from yes. Starbucks. We're not sure if it's seasonal or if it's... I think it is, like a specialty. Okay. Because I feel like it's a featured drink. Like, I don't know yeah, if they'll have featured. it year-round. Yeah, I'm sure, like, you can order it, because you can order, like, any drink always. That's true. Make up your own, whatever. But, yeah, so that's what we tried, because we had heard from a few people that it was good. Yeah, and one of our friends gets it with vanilla in it to add, Mm -hmm. like, a flavor to kind of add more complexity to it. We just got it plain yesterday, just the way it came, no milk substitutions or anything. Mm -hmm. I think it has skim milk in it. Yeah. I think that's the milk. I don't really know. (laughs) It's not, like almond or soy it's no. like actual dairy <laughs> yes it is a dairy um, but also so we'll talk about our preferences of yes, coffee yes we will so I okay we'll just prelude our review with preferences of coffee because I feel like that'll be easier yes. so I personally I just started I, drinking coffee in college Like, I didn't drink it in high school. Neither did I, actually. Yeah, I started my freshman year of college, and, um... And, like, surprisingly, neither of us, when we went... Well, I don't know when you started, but neither of us really like sweet. Uh Uh-uh. We don't like a lot of sugar, or, like, no sugar at all. Yeah, I honestly, I'll drink coffee black with just creamer in it, and just a little bit, or I'll get, like, cold brew with a little bit of almond milk if it's summer. Yeah, that's what I like, too. I just like the taste of coffee, Cut with a little cream. <laughs> Cut with cream. Yeah, and I've kind of gotten I've gotten more adventurous recently because I do like coffee so much that I'll ask the barista just to make me whatever oh, they really? want. Yeah. I feel like I can't do that though because I really am sensitive to like sweeteners. See and like flavors. Like I like all the flavors, but they're always too sweet. They are. Well see the other day I went to Tree City, which is like a local coffee shop around here. It's like my favorite. And Kylie was there, and so I asked her just to give me whatever she wanted, and I got a caramel macchiato, and instead of vanilla in it, it was cinnamon. 
a caramel macchiato comes with vanilla. Yeah, like the vanilla, like they put flavoring in it to make it sweet, and then they put like caram- a little bit of caramel oh. on top. And so instead of doing the vanilla sweetener, she did cinnamon, and it was so good. That's very strange that a caramel macchiato comes with vanilla sweetener. I know. I thought what? that was weird, too. Okay, but ev- anyway. Okay, so yeah, the drink we tried, the iced cappuccino cold foam. Yes. So, review about it. We, I mean, I thought it was okay. I haven't really had a cap- hot cappuccino, so I didn't really know what to compare it against. I thought it was good, though. It was very light and refreshing. The only thing I didn't like about it was the stupid lid <laughs> that they put on it. It's like a sippy cup. And you can, like, feel the ice on your mouth when you take a drink of it. And I didn't like the ice touching my lips yeah. and teeth. Well, and Starbucks has, like, really slippery ice. Like, you know how the ice <laughs> from your ice machine is kind of, like, rough? Like, yeah. their ice is really slippery, and so it just, like, slip on your lips, like, every so yeah. often. And it was really and uncomfortable. Like, I feel like now I understand why people always drink ice beverages with straws. With straws. Because yeah. it is very uncomfortable to have the ice touching your lip. It is. Well, even then, though, like, I feel like if it was any other thing, I think the cold foam made it even slippery, though, too. Yeah, Because sometimes, like, I'll go to, like, a juice place, and I'll get, like, ice in my juice, and I'll drink it, like, without a straw, and it's fine, and the ice doesn't bother yeah. me. But I think the combination of the lid, the foam, the coffee, the and the ice, slippery yeah, ice it was, just, was just too much. Yeah, but the, like taste of it was good yeah uh, it was nice it was kind of watered down it was like, it wasn't that strong I think if I'd order it again I'd get an extra shot in it because I think that would help just kind of make it a little stronger yeah it because was it does have bland. a lot of milk yeah it was pretty bland like it was very watered down coffee and I'm not sure whether Starbucks uses like shots in that drink or whether they use brewed coffee mm-hmm. because usually their iced coffees they just use the brewed coffee so I don't know if they did but like it's shots a cappuccino, and ice. so isn't that usually shots yeah, but because it's iced, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I want to be a barista so I can understand coffee. I know, more. me too. I, like, always download that chart from Starbucks that has, like, the latte is this ratio of milk to coffee, and, like, this is this, and, like, because it's, it's really helpful, because yeah, yeah, I never know is. what to order when I want to try something but new. But I also don't like it, because, like, one of my friends works at Starbucks, and then my brother used to work at a coffee shop, and they would tell me, like, certain drinks, they're like, oh, yeah, it has, like, eight pumps of vanilla, and I'm like, that is so gross. Yeah, well, or, like, when you watch them make it, and they're just like, pump, pump, pump yes. and you're like, okay, stop. <laughs> That's how it is with my sister, like, for birthday drinks for Starbucks, because you get anything for free. She'll get, like, a 30-ounce peach green tea lemonade with eight pumps of raspberry and, like, all this, all these crazy things. And it ends up tasting, like, relatively good. It's sweeter than I'd like, but she really likes sugary things. But it's just crazy because I feel like that's so easily abused with that. But, yeah, so cold foam cappuccino. If we were grading it on a scale out of ten, what would you give it? I would give it, like, a seven. That's what I was thinking also. Or, like, a six, maybe. I'd order it because it was, like, a nice, refreshing drink if I don't want something that's so strongly coffee. Yeah, same. Because, okay, one time I went to Starbucks, and they were out of cold brew, and he was like, oh, I'll give you something comparable to cold brew. And I was like, okay, whatever. I got a four-shot Americano iced. I swear my whole body was convulsing. <laughs> I literally could not think straight. I couldn't move. I couldn't operate my body. I was so freaked out. It was yeah, so much coffee. Like, it doesn't seem comparable, but whatever. I don't understand how it was comparable. And it was, like, thick because it had so much espresso. Ew! It. it was so bad. So, guys, don't get that. Okay. Well, so moving on. That's the beverage of the week. Yes. So, uh... So, 
know what we say. As introductions, because a lot of you guys oh, yeah. well, do not know us together. Yeah. You so, know us separately. Yes. But we're, we both go to Kent State. We go to Kent State. We're fashion majors. We're fashion majors. Melissa, go ahead and introduce so, yourself. My name is Melissa. Um, I'm from Salt Lake City, Utah. Born and raised, and then I came to Ohio. But, you know, Ohio is not much better than Utah, so don't plan to stay here for long. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then I'm from Seattle. I didn't live there my whole life. Oh, I'm Delaney. My name's Delaney. I'm from Seattle. And, um, I haven't lived there my whole life. I lived in Colorado and California as well. Now I'm in Ohio. And, you know, Ohio is an interesting place. It really is. It's so different than the West Coast, but people ask you why it's different, and it's hard to explain unless you're in the situation. Situationally, I I can be like, this is slightly why we bonded. I agree. I think that's also why we bonded. Because also, I grew up mainly in Colorado, and so it's very similar to Utah, Mm -hmm. and I feel like people's parenting skills and, like, parenting ways, I guess, are, like, really similar, because you're very focused on, like, outdoors. Yes, outdoors, hiking, biking. Yeah. Yes. Kind of hippie. Kind of hippie, but I wouldn't say hippie. Yeah, I wouldn't say so either, but it is very much more hippie than other places. Yeah. Also, I don't know, we were talking about this yesterday, and, like, people in Ohio, just, a lot of them haven't been on a plane. Yeah, okay, we were talking about this yesterday, so both of us feel bad when we're talking about this, but a lot of people around here, like, they'll drive places, which is way cool, and, yeah, like, I would like, drive places when I was younger I know also. so many people here who drive to Florida for, like, Same. vacation. I'm like, why would you drive that far? Yeah, I, I guess I just don't get it. I mean, like, we used to drive when we were younger. We would drive to, like, St. Louis to visit my grandparents and stuff, oh, really? and that was, like, 18 hours, but it was when we were younger, so we'd be, like, napping in the car or watching movies, yeah. but I feel like at this age, driving 18 hours in a car with my parents and my yeah. sister, like, yeah, we could still watch movies, yeah, I'd probably be on my phone the whole time, but, like, I feel like I'd get bored yeah. so much easier. Like, I say, like, okay, well, I'm driving back home, which is 26 hours, and I drove here. But, but like, you have entertainment because you have Brianna. <laughs> yeah, and, like, it was fine, and I was like, okay, it's going to be worth it because I'll have a car in the middle of Ohio, whereas last year I didn't, so, you yeah. know. But, That's like, the other hard thing. I would say, like, my max for, like, going on a vacation for a week, my max driving would be, like, 10 hours, which is, like, Utah to California. Actually, yeah, I agree, especially if it's only for, like, a week. I feel like if you're going to be there for a couple weeks, Yeah, you have to, like, compare, like, the time. The, yeah, yeah, the time you're there versus the time it took you to get yeah. there, like, round trip. I never think of round trip when I'm talking about driving. I'm always like, oh, it's 10 hours there. But if you think about it, 20 hours round trip, that's, yeah. like, almost a whole day. Yeah, true. Yeah, I never think of that. But, so, yeah, Ohio is an interesting place. Both of us go to Kent State, and so we're going to one of the top fashion schools in the country, which is pretty awesome. And that's actually how we met. Yeah, we met... Um through the fashion school, this thing called the annual fashion show, freshman year, we were on the committee, and this last year, we were on management. Yeah, and it was actually really funny, because we had this, like, first meeting before Christmas break, and Melissa was, like, sitting in front of me, and we walked out at the same time, and I was like, oh, are you part of the fashion show, too? Obviously, she was, but I was like, <laughs> I was like, are you on committee or management? And she, like, didn't respond, but she was like, yeah, I'm part of the show, and then, like, walked Wait, away. Wait, no, that's, I thought you said I was like, yeah, I'm on committee. No, I didn't know you were on committee until the first day of class. Oh, okay. Yeah, but so, yeah, I thought Melissa was cool from day one, 
And Except she, that you thought I hated you. Except I did think that she hated me. Because she just, like, she looked so much scarier than she was. Yeah. But not I scary guess. in, like, a bad way. You just looked like you were older and, like, more intimidating, you know? Because mm-hmm. I was walking into it as a freshman knowing only one yeah. of the senior co's. Like, I didn't know anyone else. I knew Megan Rogerson. Or, not Megan Rogerson. Were we in the same FYE? Were we in the same? Were you in hers? Yes. Me too. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, apparently we we didn't know each other earlier that semester. But, yeah, so I knew her. That's the only reason okay. I applied for the yeah, show. Yeah, same. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, that makes more sense now. That makes way more sense. Anyways. Yeah, well, I don't remember that encounter with Delaney where she asked me and I was intimidating. Yeah. But, I mean, I remember the first time we met was second semester Mm -hmm. of freshman year. And then we were, like, doing submissions for the show. And then people wanted food, so Delaney and I were like, we'll go pick it up for you guys. (laughs) And so then, okay, I mean, I feel like this is more of your story. Yeah, okay, so we went to go pick up food because we were a little tiny eager freshman who wanted to please the seniors that were in there, because it was literally just us and then the two seniors, and so we were like, oh yeah, no problem, we'll go get food. So we, like, walked all the way to get food, and as we were walking, we were talking uh, about, like, our families and siblings and, like, where we were from, and I brought up that my sister wanted to go to Carroll College, and then I was like, oh my gosh, my brother went there his first year of college. And then I was like, yeah, tell her not to go there. <laughs> it was really... I mean, it's just in a tiny town and it's a yeah. tiny school. And like, I don't know, that wasn't for my brother. I actually know someone who's going there right now and she loves it. So yeah, I mean, me too. I know a lot of people. Well, not a lot of people. I know like three people that go there and they really do like yeah. it. I think it just depends on what you're wanting yeah. out of college. And like, like I think a small setting is really nice. For some people. Yeah, for some people. It's not, yeah. like, my thing, but... Mm-hmm, me neither. But, yeah, so we were bonding over Carroll College, <laughs> and then we went into Quaker Steak, which anyone... Or the lube. Or the lube. <laughs> it's called Quaker Steak and Lube, and, like, everyone from Ohio and Pennsylvania knows what it is. Exactly. Anyone from other places does not. Yeah. It's pretty much just, like, burgers and it's wings. It's like Buffalo Wild Wings, kind of, but, like, not as good. <laughs> okay, well, I've never been to Buffalo Wild Wings, what? so, yeah, no... What? I haven't. You are so weird. I've literally walked in there once to pick up food with someone, but I've never actually eaten there. Oh my gosh. It's okay. But anyway, we went to pick up food, and as we were waiting for our food in the normal fashion of waiting like 30 minutes, even though we literally called ahead, whatever, we were waiting to get food, and this guy walks in, and previously, that weekend before, I had kissed him at a frat party, (laughs) and I was like hiding behind Melissa. And then little do I know, this kid's in her geology class, yeah. and so she's, like, I was so nervous because I thought he'd come over and, like, talk to her, and so we were both kind of, like, hiding our faces, like, looking away, and then he was turned around when we were walking out, so we, like, rushed out with yeah. our food. But yeah, it was a good time, that was my... It was a really good yeah. time. It was really funny because, like, of course, the first time, moment. yeah, it was a great bonding moment. Yeah, so Melissa and I, through that and through the show, have just gotten so much closer. I mean, you have to get close with each other when you're doing the show. You're I know. with each other constantly. You are. You spend, I don't even know how long I probably spent at Rockwell. It was funny because we just filled out course evaluations for our classes. And it was like, how many hours did you spend working on this? And it was like a week. A week. And it was literally like 12 plus. And I was like, I definitely worked on it for more than 12 hours a week. Mm -hmm. Easily. Worked on it like 12 hours, maybe between two days. Yeah, easily. But yeah, so Melissa and I are starting this podcast. 
because we are going to Florence yes, in the we're fall. We're studying in Florence in the fall. So exciting. Yeah, we're studying fashion there. Yes, we're <laughs> studying fashion in Florence. Um, Kent State actually has a remote campus there. So we'll be with fellow Kent Staters. And then I know that there's a bunch of other schools going there. Yeah. Also, because a there's lot of like programs go to Florence. There's like between to 7,000 students in Florence. In the that's like, insane first semester yeah well and it's super cool because we get to travel on our own every weekend as well as traveling with the school yeah and so I think it'll be a great experience and we're starting this podcast so we have some way of documenting our, our travels. travels but at the same time we're not only going to talk about travel yeah we're just going to talk about hot topics hot in topics. the world in our lives. Yes. Funny people stories. We <laughs> people we meet. Hopefully we'll interview some either professors there or different people. We might even have some interviews coming up this summer. Yeah. So. Hopefully. Our <laughs> summer pl- We won't be together this summer, but we'll reunite in the fall. But yes. <laughs> we're still going to do a few episodes this summer. Probably like two. Yeah. Each of us will do one. So like, yeah not going to be very frequent for a little while. Yeah, but in the fall, we're hoping on posting at least once, once a week. week. Yeah. Um, so this summer, I'm going home for about a month back to Utah, and then I'm actually going to study in Paris for a month, too. So that's also through Kent, but it's, like, with the Paris American Academy, too. I'm doing, like, six, cor- six credit hours there for fashion. So that's my summer. And then, okay, so yesterday... We went to Pittsburgh yes, as, like, a fun we outing. We went to the Mattress Factory. We went to the Mattress and Factory Burgatory. and Burgatory. So, Melissa, how did you feel about the Mattress Factory? Okay, so the Mattress Factory, if you guys don't know, is a modern <laughs> art museum. Okay, it's not, like, a, mat- a factory of mattresses where you go to buy your mattress. I thought it was. And, like, even last night when I got back, Brianna was like, how is the mattress place? Like, did you, like lay on some good match like I was like what no it wasn't okay. that's so funny. it's honestly it's a confusing name but I it think is. it actually is in an old mattress factory oh. like I think that's why they have like the basement and like all that stuff okay interesting like you know it it probably could be yeah well the mattress factory is a modern art museum and I mean it was cool it was a little expensive yeah. let's be honest yes. here. okay but I don't even know how much the regular tickets were but student discount tickets were $15 yeah I think the regular tickets were like 25 or 20 oh my god and literally let me just tell you there guys, was four floors four and floors. like the floors were tiny like two bedrooms was the size of the floor yeah and the thing was is one of the floors was literally just rooms of darkness with light projected on walls except for one except of the one rooms of the was rooms. not even light there was no light and it was very creepy we no felt like something all. was gonna run at us from the other side like I was in a horror movie yeah we well we okay so the floor they tell you ahead of time that it's purposefully supposed to be dark on that floor and that you need to stand there and let your eyes eyes adjust well we stood there for a couple of moments <laughs> and both of us were like we feel like this is a haunted house somebody's gonna run at us so I turned on my flashlight <laughs> on my phone and we like walked into the room and then once we got into the room we'd like turn it off but that yeah. in between was just so freaky. It was. Because there were long hallways mm-hmm. of darkness. And I'm like, do you want me to like crash into one of these? Like, do <laughs> I need to sign a waiver? No. Well, and then the basement was like super weird. Oh, yeah. That was creepy too. There's just this like long room down there with like eight screens that just were footage of like a subway car going really fast and like out the windows. Yeah. And it was just completely dark in there except for those screens. 
And it was, it was like weird. in the basement where it all had like exposed like brick, brick and, and concrete. And concrete. Oh my God. I literally felt like I was in like a slaughterhouse. Yeah. Like I felt like I was in a haunted house the it whole was, time. Yeah. Also, this third floor. I liked the third floor. I did too. It was like good. The too. third floor also. So they have a permanent like, installation of the Yayoi Kusama exhibits, which if you guys don't know what that is, that's the Infinite Mirrors exhibit. And that was really cool because I saw that in Seattle this summer, and not I only- I saw it in LA this summer. Yeah. And not only did I have to wait in line for three hours to even get my tickets, but then there were only six rooms, and each of the rooms I waited in line for like 45 to an yeah. hour, and then you can only spend 30 seconds in the room. Yeah, that's what- it was like in LA too, but it was just one room. Yeah. Whereas at the Mattress Factory, you can spend however long you want in rooms, you didn't even have to wait in a line, yeah. and they were like connected- they weren't necessarily as extravagant and in detail as the ones in yeah. Seattle, I would say, but it was still cool and, like, got the point across. Yeah. Like, I would say I appreciated that, and then there was this weird little, like, creepy doll room that yeah, I really liked. Yeah, it was liked. cool, though. It was, like, it was good. It was, it was very like... reminiscent of Valley of the Dolls. Well, wasn't it you guys inspired by that? that? Yeah, it was inspired by that, which was funny because we walked in and I was like, oh my gosh, Melissa, this reminds me of Valley of the Dolls. Like, you should read that book. And then we were reading the synopsis of it, and it said that it was inspired by yeah. it, which was just so, so fab. Fabulous. I was a big fan. But yeah, overall, like, I would say it was too expensive for what it was. Also, there wasn't a lot of people there. We probably mm-hmm. saw, like, ten people in the whole museum. Yeah. And, like, I, that was good because it is so small that if there were a lot of people, it would have been worse. Yeah, I would say if there were a lot of people, it would have been, like, super congested, and I would have felt, like more uncomfortable like going into the dark rooms not knowing if people would be there or not like you know that would have been made me really uncomfortable I agree but yeah so the pretty much the whole reason we went to Pittsburgh was because Melissa wanted a burger I did I had been craving a burger for like the last two weeks and I don't know of any places around here Delaney suggested purgatory yeah like purgatory okay which (laughs) okay funny story about that so, the first time I went there, I didn't realize that it was referring to purgatory. How did you not realize <laughs> I don't that? No. So, I literally got in there and I was looking around and there's like all these like devil horns and like tails and pitchforks and all this stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is like hell. This is like purgatory. <laughs> and then my dad goes, yes, Delaney. <laughs> so, it was really funny. But it was really good. My burger was great. But Delaney doesn't eat beef or pork, so she got chicken. I got chicken. But it was still really yummy. But I put, like, this fiery, like, seasoning on it. And literally my lips were burning yeah, all day. I feel like you shouldn't have gotten that. I know. I like spicy stuff. But, like, I my stomach so definitely hurt. Oh, <laughs> and, God. like, my lips are burning. Yeah. I got a good burger. Yeah. So <laughs> our day was good despite the podcast not working yeah, out. Which God, is really whatever, frustrating. It's fine. But also, um, Melissa has a really funny story about yesterday. Well, not yesterday. The two days ago. Two days ago. Thursday night. Okay. Yeah. Last Thursday night. Last, yeah. Okay, whatever. So, um, I'm very pale. (laughs) (laughs) I am very pale. Um, maybe we'll show a picture of, like, my Yeah, we can show a picture of her arm to stomach comparison, and even then her arm (laughs) contrasting anybody else's. Is like three shades yeah, lighter. Yeah, I'm very pale, and my roommate always tells me like, you should like try fake tan or like whatever. And I'm like, uh, I just feel like being tan won't work for me because I've always been pale. Like it's just my thing now. <laughs> but then last, I don't know why Thursday night I was like, 
you know what, I'm going to try fake tan. Like, I might as well. I was just really fed up with my whiteness, I guess. <laughs> and so, she, it was because she got this new fake tan. So I was like, or like, fake tanner solution. Yeah, foam. it was like foam. It's a foam. And so I was like, yeah, I'll try it. And so I did it on my stomach and my legs and like my chest and then my roommate put it on my back for me. And she did it earlier in the day and it looked good on her. So I was like, why not try it out? And so, but she it does Irish dance. And so she has a different tanning solution she uses for that, but she didn't have it in Kent. So she's from New Jersey. So we just use this phone, but she usually puts on fake tan with like a mitt and we didn't have a mitt and we didn't want our hands to be orange after. So we used some period pads. We like wrapped our hands in period pads and we're using that as like a mitt to spread it on whatever. Okay, so I put Just it. picture that in your head as she's explaining the story. It makes it ten times better. <laughs> so I like squirt some of it on my stomach and I'm like spreading it around. I'm like, okay, cool. Then I'm like, okay, I'll do my legs now. I like do my legs and then I like I'm going to bed in about ten minutes. So I just like let it sort of dry for a second. Then I, like, get in bed, and then I was, like, looking at my stomach again. I'm, like, okay, like, it looks okay so far. And then I was, like, Brianna, do you think I should do, like, one more coat on my stomach? Like, that's how pale I am. Like, <laughs> I didn't think another coat would be an issue. <laughs> and she's, like, yeah, why not? So then I did another coat on my stomach, whatever. It turns out fine. And then, okay, so I wake up the next morning. Oh, my God. My stomach? Okay, my stomach looked okay. Yeah, her stomach looked really The first good. morning after, my stomach looked okay. It was just, like, didn't really fade well into my back yeah or like, or like my pant line it was yeah. very distinct whatever yes. <laughs> and then my legs oh my god I look at my legs I just have patches of untanned areas like probably like five or six patches on my legs of untanned areas like what is wrong with me how did I do this I don't know how I just miss these areas <laughs> they're also in on. random spots it's not like she like has it behind her knees and it's like the crease of her knees or like the creases where it like self-tanner doesn't usually stick to well it's literally random areas so I have two white patches on the fronts of my knees which people are like oh yeah that's like a normal problem right but like how did I miss that it's like (laughs) literally it looks like I didn't even put any on my knees and then I have like random spots on the back of my calves and like backs of my thighs and your ankles and my ankles it's just like a big mess and then today so that was yeah, so yesterday. Thursday night, and then Friday, it was, like, whatever. It wasn't too dark, and, like, mm-hmm. I was, like, okay, this might fade pretty quickly. But then today, I showered, and since I showered, my stomach has became, like, two or three shades darker. Oh, yeah. Her stomach is And orange. It's, like, turning <laughs> orangish color, I would say. Wouldn't you agree, Delaney? Yes, it's definitely orange. It's, like, orange, not necessarily blotchy, because it's, like, all tan. Yeah. But I would say some parts are, like, darker orange than other parts. Yeah, and it's, like, horrible. And then my legs, I don't know, they're still patchy. They don't look that they're much worse, but they're just still patchy, and it's very annoying. And so I think I'm going to try to get lemon juice and scrub it off, because I tried to scrub it off in the shower today, and, like, nothing happened, so. It's literally so funny, because, of course, this happens. Like, it's finally getting nice in Kent. Mm-hmm. We've literally had winter up until last week. And what so now say? it's getting, yes, and now it's getting nice, and so I could maybe start wearing shorts and dresses, but no, I cannot expose my leg looking like this. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, I, it would be so embarrassing. It like, honestly I, would. Brianna was like, I don't think people will really stare at you. I'm like, people will definitely stare at me. I feel like it'd be less of, like, them staring at you because it looks bad. I think it'd just be, like, the confusion of, like, how did you tan that way? 
Yeah, you know? that's true. Well, okay, funny tanning story. So, at our apartment complex that I live in, we have a tanning bed, and it's, like, included in our rent, I guess. We have, like, all these amenities at the clubhouse, which is really nice, including coffee, which is great. Um, but so, I used the tanning bed, like, once or twice this year, and I was just not a fan of it, because I swear I walked out, and I was either sunburned, or, like, my skin just felt itchy, and I didn't like how it felt. Granted, I wasn't really, like, using lotion, or, like, any of the stuff that, like, you should be using. Did you put lotion on before? You're supposed to put, like, pre-tan lotion so that okay. it, like, absorbs better into your skin. Definitely doesn't protect you from any of the UV rays. I do rays. not agree with tanning beds. If you're using a tanning bed, please stop. Yeah, tanning beds suck, and, like, I honestly am so sensitive about my skin, and, like, I'm so crazy about it. Like, I want preventative Botox. I'm yeah, already I'm using collagen cream. I'm surprised you did that. I'm really surprised I did, too. I think I was, like, almost at the point where I was, like, okay, I just need to be tan, and I was desperate, and then I was, like, you know, I like the pale looking like a vampire look with my dark hair i'm fine looking like wednesday adams whatever oh god because i do i dress like wednesday adams most of the time yeah but so i used it a couple times was not a fan and then audrey one of my roommates really wanted to use it because she wanted to like be tan for formal and so she went into the tanning bed it was her first time using it we like explained to her what she needed to do all this stuff she brought her phone in with her and didn't use the goggles and she was taking selfies in the tanning bed. And it was so funny because all of us got Snapchats from her. And we're like, Audrey, what are you doing? Like, put your goggles on. Like, stop. Oh, God. And she just, like, didn't even realize that was a thing. Granted, the goggles are disgusting because they're communal goggles. And they're just in, like, a cleaning solution all the time. I wonder if, like, a lot of people just bring their own though. They probably do. Well, because the majority of the girls, I think, that use the tanning bed in province are, like, experienced tanners and they used to have like there's like bahama bodies and all these different tanning places around here and i think they used to have memberships there but then they're like if i'm already paying for it in my rent Mm -hmm. i might as well just use this but that's really gross how the goggles just sit in a solution well and when you take them out the two times that i used the bed when you take them out they're like still kind of wet but it's not wet wet it's like oily like you know you know like makeup remover consistency where it's kind of oily but Mm -hmm. still like slippery that's what they feel like like kind of like baby oil yeah gross also okay question do you use makeup remover or do you use coconut oil i don't use either what do you do melissa to take off my makeup yes i know it's bad i just sleep with it all no 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 never do that i um but i just like use my face wash oh that's not bad i thought you were I don't know, I feel like it's pretty, like, harsh, because I just, like, scrub Scrub. my face wash in, and, like, just, that's how I get my makeup off. Because usually all, because I don't wear, like, a ton, usually it'll all come off with just my face wash, but if I feel like I have a lot left on, my roommate has, like, face wipes and makeup remover. Because I'm always intrigued to see, like, what people use, because I used to use, like, makeup wipes only, and then I used, like, micellar water, but it stung my eyes. Oh, that's what Brianna uses. It stung my eyes. Like, it hurt, but, like, not bad enough that I stopped. And then now I use coconut oil. But also coconut oil, I'll, like, rub it on my eyes, and it gets all my mascara off. Like, it's literally, like, melting off Mm -hmm. my face. I usually use baby oil in, like, middle school. I wipe it off with a cotton swab, and it's, like, the cotton gets stuck in my eyelashes, and then I'm afraid that, like, when I put mascara on the next morning, it's gonna get, like, all clumpy and weird. What is baby oil, anyways? I have no clue. I, okay, I've never used baby oil for anything before. Okay. I've felt the consistency, because, like, I take care of 
children. And, like, all like, <laughs> okay, well, okay, I babysit. And so, like, when, like, you're, like, because sometimes, like, you give the kids, like, they need baths. Yeah. So you, ba- so you like, bathe them. In baby oil? <laughs> well, like, you put it in their hair. Really? Yeah, like, I, the babies well, that are like, taking care there's of There's, like, Johnson and Johnson, like, baby oil soap, but it's not, like, completely baby oil. Oh, then I've only used that. Yeah, no, like, there's baby oil that's just oil, but I don't know, like, what kind of oil it is. That's concerning. I know. I'm like, why is it called baby oil? Yeah, why is it called baby oil? <laughs> That's the real question. Yeah, also, it's so weird These how, like... These are the topics we bring I know, up. <laughs> honestly. It's weird how, like, coconut oil has become such a thing. Because yeah. literally, what, two Cook years ago, it wasn't oil. a thing. Clean your face Clean with your coconut face. oil. You put it in your hair. Yeah, like... Put it on your cuticles. Just very multi-purpose. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Well, and it's actually not even that expensive. Yeah, it's not. My mom is starting to cook with coconut oil. I've tried cooking with it. It makes things taste coconutty. Really? Yeah. So, like, I've, like, cooked, like, an egg in coconut oil, for example, and it makes it, like, taste somewhat coconutty, but I don't like the flavor of coconut. Maybe that's just, like, one of those things where, like, if you do it, where, like, if I made you an egg in coconut oil, you wouldn't wouldn't taste it, but, like, since you did it, you're like, this should taste like coconut. You know what's that called? Yeah, like, psychological. Yeah, it's, like, something. Something like that. Yeah. No, because, like, I don't really love the taste of coconut. I, like, I'll eat coconut things, but, like, it's not my favorite. I'd rather have any other flavor. How do you feel about desserts? Because you, do, you don't like sweetened things in terms of, like, coffee, oh, but yeah. otherwise... I love desserts, though. Like, I don't like sweet coffee. I think it's just, like, some things are supposed to be, like, bitter and, like, not sweet, but I am, like, a big dessert person. Do you like bitter coffee, though? N- not, like, bitter. Like, you just don't like it being, like, sweetened? No. Like, okay, when I first started drinking coffee, I'd put, like, stevia in it, and I felt like that made it more bitter. Because, like, stevia, it's, like, super sweet in the beginning, and Isn't it has, like, a weird you? taste. I don't know if stevia is bad I've for I've heard, like, not. supplements for sugar are bad, but I don't know. But stevia is supposedly natural. Air quotes, yeah. natural. Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't like sweeteners in my coffee. I like it to be, like, a little yeah. acidic bitter See, or I like, I don't like sweeteners in my coffee, and I don't really like desserts. Really? Like, See, I love desserts. I like dark chocolate. I like and, dark chocolate. But, like, I'll, I would pick that. I don't really love baked goods. Like, if I'm going to eat baked goods, I'll have, like, a muffin. Like, a gluten-free muffin. Do you like donuts? No. That's, like, one I of my favorite donuts. desserts. I, I just think <sighs> it's because I just don't like oily things. And sometimes donuts okay. can be oily. Do you like pies? Do you like cake? I don't like pies because I don't like my food touching. What? Like, the filling of the pie makes, is, like, touching the crust. Oh, my gosh. You and- are killing me. <laughs> I don't like that. And cakes, like, I don't know. I like crepe cake. What is that? It's, like, crepe with whipped cream in between, and you just, like, layer it up a Oh, lot. my God, that's dumb. No, it's not. It's good. I like, I like every kind of dessert. That's so funny. <clears throat> I love dessert. Are, so you like saltier things? Like, you're salty over sweet? Yeah, but I, I also like don't I'm really... Very, s- I also don't, like, snack on things. I am very 50-50. See, I snack on things. I love, like, pretzels and chips. And peanuts yeah. and pista- I love pistachios. I, oh, love, I love pistachios. <laughs> oh my gosh, ask Brianna. I'm always eating pistachios. They're so good. So good. They're so addicting. And honestly. I love popcorn, like salty popcorn. No, okay, okay. I don't like. This is the thing. I don't like butter on my popcorn, but they I like salt. salt. That's how I am too. I hate butter on popcorn. I don't popcorn. like butter on popcorn. It makes it soggy. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like buttered popcorn. Yeah, I honestly. This sounds weird. I like plain <laughs> popcorn, like without anything on See, it. See, I thought I did, but then one time I tried it, and I was like, no, I definitely need salt on it. 
Yeah, I like plain popcorn. Do you guys, so like at my house, we make truffle popcorn all the time. <gasps> do you like truffles? Yes. Okay, not everyone likes truffle truffles. Truffle salt is so expensive, though. It's so expensive. We it's made so truffle good. fries last oh. summer at a barbecue Yum. in Idaho. Yeah. So we got like potatoes and we were just cutting, cutting them with them. a potato chopper yeah. thing ourselves. Okay. And then frying them right there in a big deep fryer. That sounds really good. And then good. putting truffle salt on them. Oh my God. Okay, so let me just tell you. I went on a road trip three, two, two or three summers ago. I don't really know which one. And we were driving like all the way. We were driving to Colorado from Washington and we were going through Oregon and Oregon. We were like driving down through Oregon and then over and Oregon and Idaho meet up at one point. Yeah. <laughs> and we are right up factories right there because like the potatoes, O-R-E-I-D-A, didn't realize that until then. So fun fact. Yeah, there's a potato museum, too. I would love to go there, actually. Yeah, I've heard it's cool. I haven't been, but it's, like, around where my parents grew up. My parents are both from Idaho, so. Yeah, potatoes fascinate me. Isn't that cute? <laughs> but, yeah, I also feel like we're pretty big foodies, so we'll probably talk about food a lot on yeah, here. Yeah, we probably will, because both Melissa and I have, I would say we have very mature taste yeah, in food. Very, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say very like, wide palette, very <laughs> wide palettes, but I also but, think that's because of where we were raised. Uh, I feel like that's more just your parents. That's true. My parents are really into food. Same. So, okay. oh my God, they're so into food. Yeah. But anyways, also see, we're very big foodies, but Delaney has a lot of food allergies. Yeah. <laughs> She's gluten intolerant, dairy, dairy intolerant. I know. I have a lot of intolerances. Sometimes I'll ignore the dairy one mainly. Everything yeah. else I like stick <clears> to. <throat> But dairy is hard because I do really like... Melissa and I were talking about this the other day. Cheese? I do like cheese. Oh, hard, I But only cheese. hard cheese. Really? I, don't I like feel soft like I like, I like both. But I also have never had soft cheeses in, like, a normal manner. Okay, we can try soft cheese together. Okay, good. <laughs> See, we have all these fun European things yeah. we're going to do. <laughs> but, of course, we have to wait. And it'll be a sad yeah. summer. Not. I mean, I'll together. be there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Melissa will be in Europe without me. It's okay. But that's fine. <clears throat> It'll be so funny because I we know so many other people that are going to Europe either for the summer or at the same time as we are in the fall and I think it'll be interesting to see like how dynamics change because Kent State is such a big university that a lot of the people that are going to Florence I know of them or I've had like one class with them, but I don't know them that see, well. See, I don't know like anyone. Yeah, well, because there's only, isn't there, like, 150 of us going? From the fashion school. Yeah. And then there, but there's, like, 300 from Kent. In total, yeah. So there's 150 from the fashion school that are going, and I probably know a solid 20, but we're all going to be yeah, in, like, classes. Yeah, I probably classes. know, like, 20. But I would say, like... But I would say, like, close, close, close like, yeah. actually know them. Like, like five. five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, but also, if you think about it, like, we're all going to be in, like, the same classes or similar classes. Yeah, and, like, we're all going to be doing things together and traveling okay because we are going to europe i'm going we're going to talk about the place we're most excited to visit or the places we can get i'll I'll let you give two places okay okay places i'm most excited to visit yeah amsterdam so excited to go there um i don't even know where else like i would say i'm most excited i think paris but like i'll be there for an extended period so i'm hoping i'll like it that's true yeah, I would say I'm most excited for <coughs> Amsterdam as well. And actually, so I'm really, like, trying to figure out where we want to go because we're trying to set, somewhat plan ahead, but not really. Mm-hmm. 
but um, I know people that are going to Iceland literally in two weeks, and it looks so cool, but also it's really far away. Yeah. So I would say I'm most excited for Amsterdam, Greece, and London. Those are yeah. My, those are three, I, even though I I also too. maybe want to go to Scotland, just because, like, roots. Roots. <laughs> She's very into her heritage. Wait, was not it you? Really. Was it you that did the personality test that I was talking about? Yeah. Or the, not the personality, the... What's it called? The DNA test. Did you do that? Or was that someone else? No, I didn't do that. Ancestry? No, my parents have done it, though. Oh, okay, okay. Never mind, then. But, um, yeah, I would also say I'm just excited to, like, live in another country for, like, four months. Because, like, I like to get to know places. And, like, my parents are coming for two weeks. And they want to, like, try to go to as many places as possible, which, like, is fun. But I think it's more fun when you get to be able to, like, say, like, you know of, like, these local places. Yeah. Which is what I'm excited about. Yeah, I'm excited about that, too. And we're hopefully going to find, like, a cute little coffee shop that we'll be regulars at. And then we can know a barista in Italy. (laughs) It would be so cool. That's, like, my dream. (laughs) But, yeah. And then we really want to rent, like, bicycles and bike around. That's what I want to do. Bike around Florence. Yeah, I guess. I don't. I'm not, like, a big biker. I know, but biking gets you farther than your feet. Okay. faster like so we could literally bike around the perimeter of Florence and then be done okay that's all I require of you. okay one time but yes okay so I feel like we've talked a lot about Italy okay this. yeah we have so yeah we're just gonna be talking about our lives on here guys and another thing that we want to feature on this podcast regularly is our horoscopes yes. and astrology because we're very into it we are very into it we just downloaded this app called CoStar which is so cool. It tells you not only what your sun sign is, which is what your main sign is, mm-hmm. so, like, depending on where, when, what month you're born in and, like, there's certain dates, but it tells you your rising and your, your moon. moon, and it's very, very interesting. I'm a Virgo sun sign. My rising's in Taurus, and my moon's in Pisces. And I'm a Gemini sun sign, and then my moon and rising are both in Pisces, which is pretty rare, I've been told. Yes. Because it means that if your sun, or if your moon and rising are in the same sign, it means that you're pretty, like, true to who you are, and, like, your personality and beliefs and whatever, they're all, like, pretty solid, and you're not, you don't have a hard time, like, sticking to who you are. Yeah. And it's, and she's also born on the 17th. Yes, I'm 17th of June, baby. She is. So that's also special. I'm born on the 9th, which, like, there's nothing significant about that. I share the same sign as Beyonce, though. Beyonce's a Virgo. My friend is born on the same day as Beyonce. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. She has a lot to live up to. <laughs> no, it's a he. Oh, he has a lot to live up to. But, yeah. So, so every week when we do the podcast, we're going to talk about, like, our previous, our previous, pre- yeah, it'll be our like our previous week's horoscope, horoscope. and we're going to use Refinery29 just to keep it consistent, because, yeah. like, the weekly horoscope vary from side to side. Yes, and Refinery29's horoscopes are, like, <laughs> more, like, fun and energetic. Yeah. They're, so, yesterday... And they usually touch on, like, different aspects of your do. life, like, love, exactly. career, happiness, yeah. success. And whereas, like, other places will only touch on one or two. And if you guys are looking to find out what your, like, rising, your moon, and your sun is, do download CoStar, because it does explain to you what each planet yeah. means and how it addresses you, and the, mi- like, you need to know the exact 
time you're yeah. born because that affects everything. And yeah. you can add us on CoStar and you can see compatibility. Because we are very compatible together. We are, except our basic identities are not. Yeah, but, like, that's fine. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, like, honestly the least of our concerns. So, it's okay. We get along. We get along. But, yeah, so we're going to go over our horoscopes. So I actually very vividly remember mine from the past week because I read it yesterday and I was very emotionally affected by it. Because pretty much my whole horoscope was saying that because Beyonce is the same sign as me and she just took over Coachella, that I need to live up to, I have high expectations to live up to. I need to work harder. And it literally said, and I quote, your work is not done, Virgo. So that really freaked me out because while I read that, I was in the process of trying to check my email 50,000 times to see if I got this internship. So it was a very stressful horoscope reading. Yeah, I didn't feel like that was right either. I didn't feel like it was right either, but at the same time, like, I still do have a lot of work to do in the next week. I mean, yeah. So I think it just depends on what take you have on it. And CoStar also sends you these, like, little funny emojis every morning. And so my emojis have been all in the luck area. So I would say that... Even though Refinery29 is telling me that my work's not done and my life's going to suck for a little bit, CoStar is really helping reassure me. That's good. Um, I don't really remember mine. I mean, I think it was just, like, you deserve some time to relax. That's what it was. And, like, it was saying, you've been like, working hard lately. Yes. Take some, like, personal care. That's what it was, and it was funny, because it said, like, take personal care, and, like, take care of your body, do something for you, and then her whole self-tanning episode happened, so it was just perfect timing. And, like, yeah, I have been working hard lately. The show just ended, so, like, I get to take a little breather. Yeah, and then it's summer, you have a month breather, and then you're in Paris. So, yes, so thank you guys so much for listening to our first episode. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. Please keep listening. Yeah, hopefully this will be on <clears throat> iTunes. Yeah, we're going to try to do that soon. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then um, follow us on Instagram at Annoyed and Caffeinated. Yes, um, we were able to get that handle. You can also email us. Yeah, email us. Annoyedandcaffeinated at gmail.com. Yeah, email us with, like, topics you want to hear about from us. If or you DM have, us on Instagram. You can also email us, like, a good story you have that you just want us yeah, to totally. talk Yeah, totally. We about. can talk about, like, anonymous stories. We can mention your name, whatever. Yeah. Melissa and I both have, like, very interesting opinions on a lot of things, I would say. <laughs> yeah. Like, very interesting. And I feel like we don't mind voicing our opinions. We're, we like, being don't. open with you guys. Yeah. Ask us anything. Honestly, ask us anything. DM us on Instagram. Email us. Do whatever. Um, we should start a Snapchat also. Yeah, That'd we be can cool. do that eventually. But yeah, so definitely let us know what you guys think of the first episode. You also probably all have our personal cell phone numbers. One of us. <laughs> so you can also just text us, I guess. Yeah. But thank you so much again for listening. We're so much looking forward to all that will be happening yeah. with this podcast. Okay, talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye.